Welcome to That Fangirl Life, the online platform that champions female fans. I'm your host and founder, Laurel. And on this week's episode, I'm joined by online content creator and founder of Girls Gig Club, Charlotte Hull. Listen as we chat about how to take the plunge to go to your first concert on your own, why FOMO played a big part in both of us going to concerts alone, as well as Charlotte telling us all about Girls Gig Club and how you can get involved. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of That Fangirl Life. Um, This week I am joined by Charlotte Hull. We are going to be talking about something that everyone is always asking me about as well as over on the Instagram and Twitter pages about going to gigs by yourself and how to overcome that fear because it can be a little bit scary. Um, But first of all, um, hello Charlotte. Hello, thank Um, you for having me on here. No problem. Um, Do you want to introduce who you are really to everybody if they don't know who you are first of all oh hello I am Charlotte I am a content creator and I've also recently just started running my own little side kind of community project uh called Girls Gig Club which we'll talk about a little bit later as well and yeah I love all things fashion music travel and yeah so that's a little bit about me I'm from London as well but I'm currently in LA at the moment I start every episode with the same question to everybody and that is what does the word fangirl mean to you what kind of things when someone says oh she's your typical fangirl what kind of things do you personally think it conjures up for you well I always feel like when people use the term fangirl they tend to say in like quite a in a way that doesn't really like a that doesn't really represent what it is. I see fangirl as a, as a, as a positive thing. I, I, I will happily call myself a fangirl for so many different bands and artists. I don't see it as like an embarrassing kind of term or like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. some people really think, oh yeah, what well, like, oh, little fangirls. Like, yeah, like, it's like a, deog- uh, oh my God, a deog- oh my God, I can't say that word. Yeah, I, I can never like, get that word. <laughs> Basically, it's misogyny and sexism is what it comes down to, really, as we've said numerous times on every episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Um, and that's the whole point of this, to try and reclaim it. But there's definitely been a shift, I've noticed, since the pandemic, I say every episode, of how the way and the view of fangirls is changing, especially on social media. And I think TikTok plays a big part in that, more so... Yeah than Instagram but obviously that's just the algorithm of TikTok if it comes up on your feed you're going to notice it more if that's what you're following and what you're liking I've I've openly I I, you know what I am so passionate about so many bands and artists why would you not want to like shout about it and show how passionate you are I don't care if that ever gets called being a fan girl or anything like that I, I just love I appreciate their music and I appreciate their art. So I think that's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to start a little bit about you kind of first of all, so everyone can get to know you. So tell us like your music heritage, like fangirl heritage or stuff. Like who did you used to listen to growing up? What kind of like paved the way for you to be like, I'm actually really like into music when I go to concerts. Like who were they? okay so if we're starting from like childhood (laughs) then Spice Girls were like my die hard band I was Mm -hmm. always obsessed with the Spice Girls I had photo frames of them everywhere and 
I had like Jerry's Union Jack dress. I, I absolutely loved Spice Girls. But then moving into like the teen years, I I was mainly really oh, I, I loved the Killers, Arctic Monkeys, the Prodigy, the Drums, Temper Trap. Like I loved all of those like bands. Like growing Tumblr, up, like Tumblr Girls stage, like. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah typical kind of like I just love I loved all like indie bands growing up and I loved a little bit of hardcore getting into that from when I was around like 18 and stuff but I think that's changed a little bit since I I, I love like a variety of music now like I'm massively into like my dance music I love like house and techno and um, I also do really love like all my indie bands and solo artists as well now as well. Yeah, it's just, it's forever changing. And I, I love that about music and taste is that there's always someone new to discover and, and fall in love with. And I also think like it plays a part, like when you're a fan of someone and I, like I know for me, if I'm reading or watching an interview that they've done and they've mentioned someone as like, they've used them as inspiration for it you, you kind of go away and you're like oh let me listen to that artist and then you end up finding like especially with, with like Spotify when it puts it on like the radio you end up finding music that you wouldn't have generally listened to before absolutely I think it's always a like a good way to like find new people to see you create a lot of fashion content on your mm-hmm. channels would you say that that plays a part in who you like your musical influences as such as well Oh, that, that's a really good question, actually. Um, I do think that music does tie into, into fashion quite, quite well. Um, I do get inspired by like different artists and bands and what they're wearing and um, their kind of like themes of like their fashion. Mm-hmm. And um, I do, I, I actually do get a lot of like messages as well about like more music focused uh, fashion. So I've had like requests before, like, oh, would you be able to do like maybe a reel on like what to wear to a gig or a certain mm-hmm. type of festival? And I love I love doing doing that. Um, so I do want to incorporate it more, especially with like running Girls Gig Club at the moment. I feel like my page is becoming a lot music focused as well as fashion. So yeah. What was the first concert um, that you went to on your own? First of all. Oh, so I was I was thinking about this last night and I couldn't remember whether it was um, the 1975 in Sheffield um, and Brighton. I don't know if that was 2015. No, surely that couldn't have been my first gig alone. Um, yeah, about six years ago. Possibly. So it was either that because I was like, I, lo- I literally loved the 1975 so much I would travel up and down like the country like uh, so I went to Sheffield on my own on like a mega bus mm-hmm. and um yeah I went, I went I remember being in that queue um alone and just having the best time I was a little bit nervous but it was like it was just really exciting for me because at the time I didn't have um many other friends that shared the same love for the 1975 as I did and I didn't want to miss out on you know on going and seeing their shows so yeah it was it was it was it was a really really fun time what made you take the plunge to like book it you said like you didn't want to miss out like I always find 
that when I've said, oh, I'm going to go to a concert by myself, my friends are like, why would you go like by yourself to go see someone? So what kind of made you take the plunge to do it? I, th- I think it's because I've got, at the time where I had a different friends group and that like we had such like, we we clashed a bit with our music taste and there was a lot of times where I really wanted to see a band or a gig and friends weren't available to come or they weren't interested to come. And I was like, why am I missing out on, on going when, when I can go by myself and still make it a, a great time? And, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to see, I want to see the artist perform and just experience that. So whether it's being alone or with people, I feel like you're going to, it's what you make of it, isn't it? It's, yeah. it, it's really. I yeah. always think as like more so now um, that, especially with the price of concert tickets, why would I want to force a friend who is like, I don't mind, don't get me wrong. If they're like, yeah, okay, I can af- like afford it and go like, and they want to definitely want to come. I'm like, okay, great. But for me, like my sister really wants to go see Ariana Grande. And I'm like, I will only ever go and do like standing. I won't pay to go to the O2 and pay like 40 pounds to sit there and just watch her on the screen. I'm like, if I'm going, I want to see them with my own two eyes, like up close. Like, Absolutely. And But my sister's like, I don't want to pay that much <laughs> yeah. for it. So I get like the kind of like, uh, like with people. So I'm like, I will happily pay and go by myself because I want to see that person and I don't mind paying that much instead of if someone says oh no I don't want to come and then I'll be like oh, okay like I won't bother going yeah it's like I might as well just book it and just go yeah absolutely and you know because otherwise you oh well I, I don't know if you kind of um experience that fear of missing out quite a bit but if I was to see like you know clips of footage from that night and knew that I weren't there um, I would be like oh damn like could have been there could have been like enjoying that and yeah yeah so I feel, I feel like that, that that alone and like the thought of missing out I just thought nah, it's not worth it if I want to go I want to experience it then definitely I'm, I'm just gonna take the plunge and go alone and I, I feel like um prior to going to gigs on my own I had traveled quite a bit on my own anyways I, I started like solo traveling when I was like 19 so I kind of forced myself to kind of take that plunge and then it made me um just a bit more independent and like better in social situations and like able to ask anyone for help and communicate with people that I didn't know and so I feel like once you kind of do like that or like even living alone I feel like solo going to gig solo is is can run a bit more smoothly um did you have like any concerns first of all or like did your like parents or like family have any concerns about you going to a gig by yourself yeah I think I think growing up like um my mum and dad were always like worried about like my whereabouts and oh are you what are you going to be there on your own are you going to be all right and but I, I just that made me want to do it more because I just wanted to prove that I got you know I can do these things yeah. by myself and um yeah it made, it made made me feel really good it made me feel like independent and just like it grew so many like different skills that I feel like I've mastered like socially through going to gigs alone and just doing doing more alone like 
if you enjoy your own company as well then yeah I think that's a that's a really good good start um um but yeah I feel like what was I I think I weren't really too nervous or like I, I think maybe that when I did go to that gig in Sheffield since 1975 it was more the fact that I'd never been to Sheffield before on my own so it was a new city for me and I don't I weren't like um too familiar with it so it was like oh okay I just want to make sure I get back to the bus stop late at night um okay and make sure I have enough phone battery for that and I think it just takes a little bit of preparation and like being a bit aware of, of your whereabouts and streetwise as well like just making sure you're not really like on your phone looking down in a in an unfamiliar area that you feel might not be a little bit safe or stuff like yeah. that um do why do you think there's like a misconception of going to gigs by yourself um because I find that's that's more so over than if you were to say I'm going to the theater or I'm going to the cinema by yourself than going to a gig why yeah. do you think there is that kind of like because at the end of the day it's kind of the same it's the same thing really you're going and watching something someone perform for two hours as such so why do you think there is that kind of difference in between them I feel like it I'm I'm kind of I'm stuck with this question because like in I where I grew I grew up in London for like the first like 10 years of my life so it was very like open and everyone was you know quite independent from like early on and did their own thing um but then I moved to Essex when I was 11 for like my teen years so it was like a little small town that's where I went to like high school and college and I just noticed like the mentality of people were a little bit different because it was like it was different to how I was in the city with some people mm-hmm. I, I I can't really explain it it's like but it, um yeah so I, I kind of feel like people's mentality and how they were kind of grown up to feel like maybe it was seen as like oh you're a bit of a loner if you do things on your own or it was like that school mentality if you were on your own at like eating lunch then it was seen as like oh look she's on her own sort of thing so I feel like it was always kind of pointed out if you you were alone for and it's like well what, what what's wrong with what is wrong with doing things alone like I've opened I've always openly like gone out for dinner by myself and gone to gigs and and traveled and uh, it's just it's just getting over the the that the the thought and like, like rip the bandage off and do it like the first time and then it's like fine like, exactly like and I've said it to before to like people when they've messaged and I'm like you will be like nervous the first time you do it because it's uncomfortable like yeah it is uncomfortable because you're used to having that one or two other board like however many people with you as like a buffer and it's just as soon as you do it like my first concert I went to by myself is I went to LA to see Harry Styles and I was yeah. like obviously it was like after well I say after the pandemic is still happening but it was like borders are just open up to travel like I didn't I bought my ticket and I still didn't even know if I was going to be able to get on the plane because wow. America hadn't opened their borders and I was like I've spent so much money buying resale tickets for this show that I'm like <laughs> like will I actually make it there and don't get like I'd made friends online and stuff that were going and I knew that they'd be there but for the second 
because I went two nights in a row because I was like, well, if I'm traveling this far, I'm going to go both nights. And I, the second night I had a seat by myself instead of like a pit ticket. And I was just like, well, this is the first time that I'm actually going and doing like the whole concert by myself and not staying around friends. And I was still like nervous, even though I knew like my friends were like in the pit and like I'd hung out with them before and was seeing them afterwards. It was still felt like uncomfortable like even like getting up and going to get a drink or going to like the toilet and stuff like that but as soon as it started I was like like I don't like why was I nervous because I'm not like sitting here chatting to my friend whilst they're on so it is kind of like as soon as you do it it's fine it's more the pre getting there and all the anticipation absolutely and it, it you know and I feel like with people um, who suffer with social anxiety as well, it's hard to not feel like all eyes are on you and kind of people are like wondering what you're up to and who you're with and stuff like that. But it's like, at the end of the day, everyone's going for their own experience and to enjoy their own night. So it's like, even though it may feel like, oh, people might know that I'm on my own, that it's, it's like, it's, it's coming over that fear of, of like that worry because it, at the end of the day, there is it, there is nothing to to worry about in in that sense with socially. I, I feel like anyone at gigs is more than happy to kind of be nice enough or, or help you if you were struggling or anything like that. I feel like everyone's quite nice, aren't they? Yeah, and also it's, if you're that invested and in wanting to go, you will have already be like that part of that kind of like the fans as such so you'll know like the community that you're going to be around definitely you shouldn't be like as worried that you're going to well, stick out like a sore thumb and that you're not going to like make friends as such like I remember I went to see Panic at the Disco once and there was a girl who her friend was ill that day and she just came and stood next to me and my friend was like, oh, like, I'm here by myself. Is it all right if I stand with you guys, like, through the show? And we were just like, yeah, like, sure, like, that's fine. Like, because we were just like, well, it's no, like, different if you were here with your friend or not. Like, that's Absolutely. fine. Like, we still all had a great time. And uh, you just know, like, what the vibe of, like, the fans are going to be like. So it shouldn't be... As scary as what I think people think it would be. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, as well, as well, I've been to like, even like hardcore gigs by myself when I was younger. So Sorry, that weren't even like my, now it's coming back to me, all of these gigs that I did do <laughs> on my own, like from when I was like 18 onwards. Um, so they're all coming back to me now. But yeah, there was, um, there was this time at a hardcore gig and I thought, oh, you know, sometimes the crowds can be a bit rough and like they've kind of you know hardcore shows have got this like everyone just you know assumes that it's going to be really rough and like kind of like the crowd are going to be a bit um a bit mad and stuff and you know what even though it was like crazy in the pits and stuff everyone was looking out for each other and it was that some of the like the friendliest people you could ever meet and so it's, it's just it's assumptions that we have and uh, you know we, we we're much our thoughts really do you know just you know get in the way yeah. of so much with what we want to do what's been the best concert that you've been to by yourself oh 
so there's a a few. I could really like narrow this one down. But um, one was a recent one in November. I went to see Remy Wolf at Moth Club. And uh, Moth Club, have you ever been to Moth Club before in London? It's like this beautiful, like intimate venue. It's very, very small, gets very, very sweaty. And I remember just standing like right at the front and Remy Wolf was just, she just, you know, set the room on fire. It was amazing. It was electric. The energy was just through the roof. And um, yeah, I've met a few girls in the crowd there and was all having a wicked time. And so that was one. Um, There was one when I was like 19 um, at Nora and the Whale. And they were like doing like a full. That's a flashback and a half. I miss that band so much. They were absolutely wicked. Oh, Um, I was like, oh my God, I've been transported back to uni when I used to play a song like on repeat when it was like everywhere. What, the five years time one? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to go and see them at like a theatre in London because they had like a full orchestra uh, playing for these like two night shows. And I went to both nights went to both of them on my own um I actually had a spare ticket for friends but they just didn't come with me so I was like right I'm going on my own and um I found the gig so emotional because like their music is so emotive with like the amount of instruments in it it's just so stunning and I was like sobbing the whole way through I was like (laughs) just sat there crying and um I, I remember a couple looking at me beside me and I was like, is she okay? Because she's like on her own. There's a seat next to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, has she crying. gone through a breakup or something? <laughs> exactly. And they were like crying, like, oh. But yeah, that, I, I, I'd say those two were my favourite. Um, yeah, I, I just, I do love it. Have you noticed more so now that kind of like the world has going back to normal and everything well in England apparently COVID doesn't exist anymore and everything but um have you noticed that more people are now willing to go to concerts by themselves because they're just like fuck it like I can't be prepared to be stuck indoors because I know as soon as like the first concert that I was able to book tickets to last year I was like yes like let me go okay like before probably pre-pandemic I'd have been like yeah like I really like him, but I'm not like, I wouldn't go by myself for it. Whereas mm-hmm. now I'm like, yes, okay, I really want to see this person. They're on my list of like artists that I want to see live. So why am I going to hang around? Like, have you noticed that shift with people? I'm like, really yeah. going around on the question then. No, absolutely. I, I do feel like it has, you know, a lot of people are going through that shift right now of like, we had had those two years, like a lot of it was spent inside and there was, a lot we were looking forward to like when we you know to come out of the pandemic and the things that we could enjoy again and not take for granted uh whether that be with travel or with gigs and stuff like that and yeah I've, I've noticed that a lot with like friends and or even reading online like yes just like saying yes to anything that you get the urge to want to do or want to experience just go in for it because you know, there were, there was so much that was put on hold in those two years, and it was just like it just made you think, like, oh, like when we when we're able to, I want to do this, this, and this, and just do more of it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's it's all about enjoyment for ourselves. Like, you know, and you know, if we don't do that, then 
we will just like I feel like we will regret it in the future if we we just didn't go for it got so much to experience and you know what there's so many amazing gigs at the moment that don't even cost uh, anything at the moment because bands just want to get out there and perform so like a lot of amazing pubs in London host incredible like gigs weekly so it's like you know there's so much out there for our enjoyment that we can enjoy like it depending what what budget we've got you know yeah one of the main questions that we got sent in a lot was do you find it easy to make friends like at shows um if you've gone by yourself like if you're queuing up outside or like if you're in the pit queuing for the bar like stuff like that do you find it easy to do that and oh this sounds really weird like you're chatting but what would be like your opening like line to them as such because it is like an awkward like being like yeah. oh hi like definitely it can be a little bit daunting especially um you know you know like there, there's been like loads of times where I've spent like hours in queues before like growing up like um and I feel like that's a really interesting great place to make friends because like you're going to be around these people for hours before you even get into the venue. So you you can either, you know, sit on your phone or you can just see who's around you. And like, what I always find that if there's like people in front of me with like uh, three or three people or four people or whatever, and they're all kind of like making conversation. And if I want to get involved, I, I'll just add my little opinion in there in some ways. I don't know if they're talking about like, biscuits or something I'll be like oh you know what you can't go wrong with Jamie Dodger or you know just yeah I'm I'm exactly the same so when people are always like how do you like make friends and I'm like oh I'll just butt my way in the conversation like <laughs> or if I the other way around is if I see someone that's next to me like by themselves I will like if I'm going to get like when I've like camped out overnight before if I'm going to get like water or something like that or before the show starts and like you're all like squash up against the barrier I will ask people around me does anybody want any water or anything like that because at the end of the day if you've been like I've seen it happen so many times like girls being like not drinking water enough water and passing out mid like even before the person that they've paid to come see comes on and it's like just no like drink your water like I find that's always a good like a good one as well to like initiate making friends like does anybody want any water or anything yeah. like that that's um, really good because you're looking out for others and like they would appreciate that as well like it's so it works like both ways um but yeah that I just I feel like you can just really make some like you know meet some interesting people in the queue um and you know what they're, they're at the end of the day they're there to see the same artists as you so like they've got first of all that's that's what you've got in common is that you both got a lot of love for that artist so that's also a really great like conversation starter it's like oh like you know maybe what what you most look at like what track are you most looking forward to seeing them perform tonight or I don't know there's little ways that you can just like start conversation and yeah you know it's very rare that you're not going to get a response I feel so like what is the worst that can go wrong like yeah um, that kind of nicely leads me on. What do you think the best and worst things are about going by yourself? Because obviously, like, I find the worst thing is, <laughs> don't know for yourself as well, like, if no one there to take my picture, if I've got a good outfit on and I'm like... That's true. Like, 
really wish I was able to get like a nice picture of my outfit that isn't a mirror selfie or a toilet yeah. selfie like that's sometimes what I think the worst thing is or having someone afterwards like on the way home to be like oh my god like that bit was so good like oh like yeah. oh I'm sad they didn't sing this but I'm really glad they sung this and stuff like that yeah what do you think your best and worst things are so I totally agree with the worst thing is being like able to recap on the gig afterwards and like talk about it on the tube home and stuff and be like yeah like just kind of going back and forth with each other I love that about shows with when you go with someone um I'd say the best things about going alone is standing wherever you want in the gig because you know you go with some friends and they either want to be at the back or they want to be in a certain position at least if I'm going on my own if I want to be at the at the front for a bit then move to the back or like kind of go you just can that's the beauty of it like you can just stand wherever you want um another best thing is I think it's just pushing yourself to be be more independent and confident like that's what I always come away from like from uh coming away from gigs like that it's like oh it's it's just a moment of like gratitude of being able to do that alone and like pushing yourself and I I, I really love that and yeah when you mentioned about like someone taking your photo that is a really good point but I've noticed this lately that a lot of like security guards they will just like prompt it for you they'll be like do you want me to take a photo of you and actually they're pretty good because like a lot of people have like like, positioned them so many ways they know how to get like the best shot so there's been times like at the end of like a like a gig in Brixton uh, at the end of last year there was this guy and he knew all the angles and I was like you've done this before haven't you (laughs) he can like make a little just like side hustle from it like definitely would be like be like yes okay um is there one artist that you're like 100% whatever show they're playing I'm going on my own no matter what or I think honestly it's got to that point now where there's not an artist I wouldn't go to alone I I think that's quite a nice feeling to you know feel confident enough to just book a ticket and just go yeah like I've, I've seen the prodigy before on my own before and I'm like so if I can go to like a prodigy show on my own then like I feel like I can go to any kind of gig by myself sort of thing I, I just yeah but but I will never stop myself if there's someone I want to see boom I'm gonna book a ticket and I'm gonna go this is a question we got sent in a lot what are, what would be your three top tips for someone going to a concert by themselves for the first time oh okay um three top tips I would say maybe finding a gig that's close to home a little bit so then like you do have the comfort of like if you did want to leave early or you were finding it a little bit overwhelming then you know that you're not too far away from home um I would also tips as well would like just letting people know your whereabouts I've recently just like turned on like my find my friends um whilst I'm here in LA I was like where I'm alone here I just want people to know where I am um and I know that you know if girls are worried about getting home from a gig or getting there like it's nice to know when friends and family know exactly where you are and it just gives like that extra level 
of safety. Um, and a tip, another tip as well is envisioning how you would feel after you've gone to that gig alone. Like if you've never been to a gig alone and like thinking about how you would feel afterwards, would you feel proud of yourself for taking the plunge and doing it yourself? Would you feel pumped up and excited and inspired after just going to that gig on your own and like experiencing that for yourself? Like, I think that's a really important thing, like, is to get yourself pumped up with all of these feelings of, like, how would I feel about going to this alone? And you know what? There would be a level of nervousness, uh, nervous, <laughs> nervousness there, but that's exciting. Like, I think we need to turn that being nervous into excitement just to, you know, take the plunge to just do it. So, yeah, I think they're, they're my three main tips. What would you say is your two essentials to bring with you to a gig, not including your phone? That is that is an essential, but not including your phone. I would say, oh, my essentials. I, I have to either recently, if it's not a bum bag, if I if I can just put things into maybe like some like pockets, if I've got a leather jacket on or whatever, if I know that something is just close to me. I would just really recommend like bringing like a small bum bag that's like close to your chest or like hidden under a top, something that you're not going to be worried about having like a big bulky bag or like a rucksack on your back that you might be worried about people going in it or something like that. Um, so uh, yeah, that's definitely like an essential, just like bringing like the bare minimum. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think as well, probably like less like, layers like it's so annoying like having so many like layers and like bulky jackets at gigs I mean it's hard in the winter but it's like uh, I'd, I'd say just going in like as less because then you've got like more you just feel like you can move so much more and like enjoy it because like if you've got big coats that you're like banging around I feel like that just weighs you down like literally yeah. as well <laughs> it's, I think that's important for a gig because it's just like and also when you come out of like a sweaty venue and you've got less layers on, you kind of, when, when that like cold wind hits you, it's actually really enjoyable. You're just like, oh, okay, yeah, this, this is quite nice. This is what I need to cool down from, from like being in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on now. And basically I think the best way first of all is for you to explain what Girls Gig Club is. First okay. So Girls Gig Club is recently started in January it is an online and in real life uh, music community it is for girls or anyone that identifies as a female and that's also including non-binary anyone that feels like they want to be part of Girls Geek Club and it is a community of girls that love music uh, want to make new friends want to go to like more gigs um, together, and it's, it's 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 quite it's it just feels really special at the moment because London can be very very lonely, and especially for like making new friends and and getting into social situations. Um, if you are alone, I wanted a space where we can all like hang out together and like put forward gigs and just enjoy more experiences together and I think that just it sparked really from like being in the pandemic for two years and not getting out as much it really affected a lot of people's confidence 
it affected a lot of people's anxiety of being in social situations and you know I just wanted it to feel like a really safe inclusive space where we can all just introduce ourselves get to know like-minded people and hopefully make some friendships out of it how does it work as such like what is like obviously that's the premise of it but like how does it work like for like I'm saying how does it work like (laughs) so you know what I didn't have too much kind of thought behind it like behind it other than I just wanted people to make friends um and experience like new gigs together um so that's that on a like a basic level but now it's kind of like it's growing into like I feel like what I want it to eventually be more of I would love to take it out of London as well and but yeah let, let's talk about how how you can like get involved basically yeah. but, you know the core of what what it is basically <laughs> okay. so basically I've got a discord um chat where it's like a online community have you used discord before um only in the last week because Harry Styles is really kind of well we haven't confirmed that it is but apparently his new single is like being teased through that and there's like a new like marketing um that's a Twitter and an Instagram page called You Are Home and so that's been popping up in like newspapers for just saying You Are Home and the link is a Discord link yeah so a lot of people last week like went on it and to be honest obviously there's like I don't know how many people in that chat but I was like I don't understand what's going on I don't know what's happening it's giving me MSM vibes kind of so I was just like uh, until like something like big happens in there I'm just like meh so it's on my phone but I don't really yeah I think a lot of it was initially like used by a lot of like gamers and now it's being used to create like more communities for different industries and that's what that's why I thought it would be a good place to start because it's it's really good um for chatting to everyone and I feel like it's quite you know good with the different subject headers and stuff like that but I've also set up a Facebook a uh, private Facebook um group as well for people to get involved with if they didn't have discord but um so I've got like the links in my bios uh, in the girls gig club uh, Instagram and basically I like manually accept everyone on the Facebook um, group just so there is like no guys like lurking and because uh, that's where I put all of the information on what gigs we're going to and stuff yeah. so once people get involved with the discord and the Facebook chats um, I so basically I've ran a girls gig club in January and I've just done one in March as well had February off because I broke my ribs silly me but we're we're back we're back and um so in the January one it was my first one so basically I was like right this this is the first girls gig club how are we going to do this so I sourced out this gig it was at a pub in London they were a really exciting band from up north that I'd been dying to see. And I thought this would be great to bring like a load of girls down to who are also really going to enjoy the gig. Um, so, yeah, I, I put that um, all the gig details in both the Discord and the Facebook chat. And it was a free gig. So anyone could, you know, I feel like it was quite open for anyone of all budgets to be able to come and basically I was just like rounding up 
like some numbers of like tickets wise because the, the tickets were still available via dice even though they were free yeah um so I think we had like 25 girls come to the the first one and it was a really really good turnout it was wicked so I put all the meeting details and stuff like that on onto the information that went out in the discord and the facebook chat and you know I was very surprised that people like turned up to the first one because when you start something like that well I didn't I didn't really know what the reaction was going to be especially because you're like people will say like yeah okay like I'm free I'll come and then it gets to the day and especially like if they are going by themselves if they get that like oh like I'm a little bit nervous like I don't know like oh I might not go like I might not go it's you've still got that oh god like am I going to be sat here by myself like trying to start something up like me and maybe one other person like person might turn up (laughs) that's exactly what I was thinking and that's why I love the discord chat so much is that everyone was talking and sharing their feelings of how they felt the same they was like oh hey girls like I'm coming alone tonight is anyone coming from this train station maybe we could travel together and I was like girls I'm gonna be there alone as well like I'm really nervous and you know just I don't want anyone to feel like they you know feel alone with that yeah and it it was just nice that everyone was like on the same page and like yeah we all we all turned up and thankfully I remembered everyone's names because like it was such like a like a mad moment of like meeting so many different girls and introducing them to everyone but everyone was like gelling so well and there was like conversation flowing all night um and we saw a wicked gig together and like a lot of the girls like came away like learning about a new artist that is now on their radar and it's great for the band that are just starting out with like live shows as well so that you know it's bringing people to their shows and like it, it was just wicked like the pub actually had to ring the bell and say right guys we're actually closing now <laughs> do you, you want to like yeah. <laughs> none, of, none of us wanted to go home we were still having just such a great time how do you find like new artists like you said they were like like a newish band like how do you personally find like new music oh I love using so I know you mentioned the Spotify with the the recommendations I feel like that is really good and like a really accurate like suggestion um from Spotify I feel like they always ace it with like the suggestions similar to the other artists that you enjoy um so that's actually how I found out about the band uh, Low Hummer that I took the girls gig club to in January um I found out about that band like end of last year through Spotify and um so then that got me wanting to like explore so many different other artists and seeing oh like the related artists down below um there's some really good like radio stations like Jack Saunders hosts an amazing show Monday to Thursday where he literally talks about new artists that are up and coming and like yeah I feel like that's a really good way um I also really love using the Dice app as well um for gigs like that's how I find out a lot about like new shows in London um there's just like endless shows on there and I just I just feel like that's a really really good way of exploring new new gigs and stuff like that in the city because they often like it's a really good algorithm as well on that dice app they give up good suggestions from like artists that you follow and stuff like that so yeah if you haven't got that definitely definitely get the dice app as well 
what has been the best thing so far about starting obviously it's still like in it's like a baby stage but what has been the best thing so far personally that you've seen from it um I, I feel like when I hosted the second girls gig club a couple of weeks ago I loved that there was people from the first girls gig club that came back again because they really enjoyed the first one so then it starts to feel like oh my gosh this is becoming a bit like a family like it's really really lovely um so I loved that um and I also loved that there was people who met on the first girls gig club and I've recently heard from them that they've been hanging out with other girls like away from the girls gig club like so they're going for like roast dinners together they you know they know that they live close together they'll be going to the gym together and I, I love that so much that people have actually made like bonded friendships out of that and that you know that's the main thing for me that I just get a real kick from is like people being able to connect with like-minded people and share similar interests and loves like outside of music what do you hope to achieve from it in the long run I know that's kind of like a very ambiguous kind of like question but what do you hope like by the end of 2022 you see from running it um so I hope that the community just continues to grow um which I've got a really good feeling that this year it's going to build quite a lot um I would love um there's been talks actually like there's been some venues that have reached out and they want me to kind of like consider maybe putting on like a girls gig club night so where it's more like it becomes like a night and not me just taking girls gig club to a gig that's already going so maybe that's something that I can see like happening you know later on this year is if there's so much like of a, a, a strong community that there would be interest for me you know to create its own night I think that would be really cool um but ideally I'd love to take it to different cities as well like there's been a lot of girls that have like messaged saying oh when when when's this coming to Manchester or down in Brighton so then it's like oh wow well you know if there's enough interest because like my following is mainly like London based so that's where I feel like a lot of the music heads are that that's where I've connected with but you know if it if it wants to go across the UK then it's like that excites me to be able to take girls gig club like on tour <laughs> like on its own little, on, girls own girls little tour. on tour on, t- like, on tour for a tour <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so I feel like it's just got got a lot of potential and you know if we're even going bigger than that what if we could take it to like different cities like I like that's what I was thinking about being here I just landed in LA yesterday and I was like oh I'd love to you know if I had the community in LA to be able to do like a girls gig club abroad yeah. like in LA that would be wicked like so maybe you know girls gig club could grow into that and just become like a worldwide community for girls to just connect and share passions for music and other things and make friends I know you kind of like briefly mentioned it but if someone's listening and they're like oh my god this is exactly what I need in my life to not maybe push themselves outside their boundaries or if they're just like do you know what I'm like kind of fed up for going by myself and it'd be nice to like meet other like-minded people how what would be the best place for them to go first of all to get involved so I would head over to the girls gig club instagram 
first. Um, that has got the links in the bio for the Discord and the Facebook communities. So it's got a little link tree in the bio where you can just be directed to then get involved with all of the other private communities where we all chat and and um, all talk about gigs and stuff like that. And so yeah, definitely head over to the Girls Gig Club Instagram. So what has being a fangirl of I'm going to say your broad music genre um, brought to your life? Oh, I would say being a fangirl has brought a lot of passion and appreciation for artists. I, I, I feel like when you love an artist and their band or their, you know, their work so much, there's, it's much more than just the surface level of the music. I feel like you're involved with like the lifestyle of like, of, of that band and the community and their fans and I think that's just such an exciting kind of way like I, I love I love that excitement that you get from from being a part of that so it's yeah it's definitely brought a lot of passion and inspiration definitely what has being a fangirl taught you oh being a fangirl has taught me to never hold back with um being expressive and passionate towards an artist or their or their music I, I think you know if you feel something and just you know allow yourself to feel it and feel it all like whether that's emotionally or if you want to express yourself creatively off the back of that like let let that inspire you and just run with it I feel yeah I feel that that's definitely what it's taught me is like just just taking in that inspiration and running with it I I I love it and then the last question is if anybody's listening and they don't already follow you online where can they find you online to follow you okay so you can find me on instagram at ch32 uh tiktok i'm ch32 underscore and they're they're mainly the main platforms that i use now okay well thank you very much for spending your your morning chatting to me i hope the jet lag isn't too bad Uh, (laughs) thank you i've been up since 4 a.m once again a big thank you to charlotte for joining me on this week's episode and thank you for listening As always, links are in the description, but if you are wanting some more Fangirl content till the next episode, check out our website, thatfangirllife.com. And join me next time when I'll be talking to previous season one guest, Emma Cantrell-Miller, all about Harry Styles, fan fiction, and just how being a fangirl has changed for us both since we last spoke. Bye!